welcome to another episode of Un-American slash Premium, a show about traders turncoats and treasonous, where no fraud or grifter is safe. I am Brandon, and I am joined today by Franklin and Jim. How are you doing today, Frank? Uh, I'm doing really, really good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. What's uh, new? Uh, not much. I, we timed this perfectly. I, I, I was going to say, like... It's I did thirty days without alcohol. Yeah, which is weird because I'm drinking a beer now. Yeah, fair enough. But it's, it's past like it happened right at the right time, like Fourth of July weekend. Post Ben Shapiro. Yeah, He'll that make you, you fuck. Yeah, you did make me go through that sober. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I know. That was the first time that I had that, <laughs> that I had a drink. I remember <laughs> I wanted to say it on that episode. I'm like, no, I still got a couple more days. And then by the end of it, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna make it a couple more days. <laughs> yeah, it's fuck always this a good shit. proof to yourself, you know, Ugh. like, yeah, I'm not an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, mean, I, if I, I didn't make realize it... I'm not an alcoholic. I am really bored without alcohol, though. Fair enough, especially through yeah, Shapiro's I mean, bullshit. We we also live in Missouri, so yeah. <laughs> yes, fair enough. How are you doing, Jim? I'm doing good, man. Uh, my kid is walking and feeding himself now. I saw. Oh my god, he's I already like he's part of that paying the... taxes it soon. <laughs> 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 I saw that on the social media. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty. Yeah, awesome. When, he, when he gets his first job, that's his first taste of the. <laughs> the big red, white, and blue weenie. <laughs> Give me them taxes, kid. That is awesome. How many months old is he? He's not even, a, not even yeah. a year, and he's already walking. Is that normal, or is that kind of fast? Isn't well, that... he's not like he's not like pro level walking, but he can like stand yeah. up and he, take. He, a he step can take or about two. ten steps. It's not great, but he can do it. I want to say that Timothy was around that around ten months too, and then uh, Philip, I think, was a little bit later. So, But every kid's different, yeah. as, far, as far as Frank's question goes. <laughs> every every kid is going to be on their own uh, on their own terms on that. But that's awesome. I saw, yeah. Yeah, that's I saw him uh, walking around with his star-spangled diaper the other day. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's, it's like a diaper cover. Yeah. They call was, them bummies or whatever the heck it is. That was pretty cute. <laughs> Some new thing. Um, I'm doing good too. Uh, I have for two reasons actually. Um, one quick one that also involves my kids. Uh, so I started watching uh, Rugrats with my three and four year old, and nice. Timothy nice. and Phil love it so much. And like, dude, especially because there's characters that are named the same name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Um. I I'm glad they do. I didn't think the hand drawn animation would would live up for like kids okay. who like are used to CGI so and is, stuff. So to 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 that point, the reason that we got on it is because uh, they like rebooted the series a few years ago or a couple of years like whatever. I don't know how long yeah. ago it was, but they do they rebooted it with CGI and it's like six episodes and it's pretty. They changed some things. I'm not going to get into a debate about what is different about the new Rugrats versus the old Rugrats, but. It was That's very, our other podcast. Yeah, uh, it was very similar, um, and, and so that got me on like, okay, well, that was only six episodes. Let me let's start the series uh, from episode one and just go through it. And so they love it, which is great because I love it. Like I'm reliving my childhood through watching that show, and that yes, show OG. it fucking holds up. Like it's really fucking funny as an adult. Right. It's a really funny show. Um, I remember the because uh, they made a movie called All Grown Up or All Gr- whatever All Grown Up. Yeah. Grown Up. Or I remember series. that being like well written for ostensibly a kids show, but weren't, like they did a they lot like of great jokes. Pre-teens? Yeah, uh, they were like right out. Yeah, because Angelica was like right out of high school or something. Yeah, or right she's in an high evil school. witch. Like that holds up too. Like she is an <laughs> evil witch. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a good show, and I'm glad that they are into it. It was funny because I asked Timothy yesterday who his favorite 
uh, character was, and he said Tommy Pickles, which is obvious. I Naturally. Said, Who's your second favorite? And he said Lou Pickles. And I was like, do you mean Lil? And he was like, no, Lou Pickles. The grandpa? And, and it made me realize that like, <laughs> he knows the grandpa by yeah. name, whereas I don't even. Um, that's funny that he likes the grandpa. Yeah, so so that's good. And then oh. uh, the other another reason that I am doing well is because I uh, helped a really good old friend move over the weekend, over the holiday weekend. And, um, which is not normally a fun experience. Like I, was, mo- I thought you were going to say, like this is not something you normally do for friends. Yeah, fuck them. most most people don't don't Especially enjoy that holiday weekend. What's but wrong with you? <laughs> but I uh, I was really happy to be a part of that because I haven't seen um, those friends for a long time. So shout out to Dan and Jamie, um, and shout out to them again because that new uh, those that new couch and love seat that you saw in my living room as you walked in mm-hmm. uh, that came from that move too. They, I was gonna no, ask, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. ask because, like, you you got a couch that my sister had given me that I gave to you. You got a couch that Dan and Jamie gave you. Have you ever paid for a piece of furniture? Uh, furniture, yes. Couches, no. no. Like <laughs> I, that couch that has to get moved. I out do of love there, that. I didn't like, pay for either. It's like that website, one red paperclip, where the guy traded a paperclip up to a house and he just documented I all think, the barters. I think the you, only you thing you keep getting better couches without doing anything. I gave, I, that's the true about where I live too. The the place that I that I'm living right now was an old friend's place, and I was just <laughs> like, let me just take over that lease from you real quick. You were the hand me down friend, just I, like you get rid of something i'm Give fine i didn't have any older siblings i don't have any over older siblings so this is me making up for that shit i think the only piece of furniture that we've paid for is a tv stand yeah i mean you don't like you don't have to like yeah. there are ways to not have to so the decorative things that are in my house are stuff that like my wife and mother-in-law made too so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's uh, I. I do not mind the uh, the hand me down game. Yeah, I guess and, that's and like the resale game is fine with me. I guess that's like how you know you've made it if you've bought all your own furniture. <laughs> yeah. Look, as soon as the, not there yet. Pretty ostentatious, guys. <laughs> as soon as the fucking Doge hits, man. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all IKEA for me. Doge and AMC. <laughs> yeah, something. Um. Oh. So all right, well, so uh, we have just finished our fucking adventure that was ben shapiro um it was long (laughs) it was it was uh tedious to say the least um it caused some migraines along with on along the way so i figured we change it up this week and we're gonna do a five-part series on fucking dan bongino not now no. <laughs> um, so we're not suicidal. We're not suicidal. Uh, we will. So we will start on that within the next couple of weeks. I do. I don't think it's going to be five episodes as far as the podcast goes. We'll see how that. But I know Bongino has a it's five covering his mini series. He yeah. Mm. He has a five part mini series coming up on Fox, and I and it's and it's called Canceled. Um, and so I think it's going to be fucking fun as shit. I really hope it only gets three aired and then they cancel it. <laughs> Yeah, that would be Fox. That would is not, be amazing. Fox is not canceling it, and if they do, it's going straight to fucking Newsmax. Like it's not going to be on for Mike Lindell. Still finds fucking platforms, you know? Right? Like Bongino's yeah. going to be. People okay. still want to talk to the Pillow Guy. So, um, so I figured though, I said we would change it up. I wanted to do something a little bit more lighthearted um, with this episode. So. Instead of doing the the regular format, we're gonna go ahead and give the audience another uh, little taste of the 
um patreon the premium podcast that that we put out periodically um and so we will give you a little a little sneak here at uh un-american premium um if you this now this is going to be the first of two two episodes that we have on steve quayle um the second one you can find over at the patreon account um over at uh patreon.com slash un-american um and then uh, you can sign up you can there's a bunch of cool stuff there there's uh some videos um there's a bunch of bonus content some merchandise so you can go check all that stuff out i think my kids are kind of going crazy in the background i don't know for the merch (laughs) for the merch they want they want the merch um so anyway but like i said we're gonna go ahead and get into an episode of un-american premium here and uh i've you know i've I've told you steve quayle is going to be our topic i'm gonna let frank take it away and explain to us now what we uh i love expect. i love these episodes i <laughs> i am becoming a fan of george nori in the most like non-realistic way ever like, yeah and actually i want to before you i don't start... hate him as much as the characters we normally cover though no he's actually got a charm to him because <laughs> yeah. like he never says anything. He just he says yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, he knows exactly what he's doing. Oh, oh yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. He's just grifting it for the money. I will say on our Nori watch, listen to the clips because you will hear George Nori a, a lighter clicking in the background. I don't know what he's like, the cave in St. Louis. I don't know. I'm guessing he's a cigar smoker based on the way he looks. Yeah. But you can hear that throughout the whole episode. And at a certain point, today's guest was so boring at times. The clips I wasn't using, I just like started listening for Nori's like background. Like, what is he drinking? Uh, little unknown truth <laughs> about, <chip> bag. about <laughs> the Un-American Studio is usually we just keep Nori on standby to light lighters behind us as well. <laughs> so, uh, Frank, tell us what we're going to be talking about today. So, uh, we're going to be talking about a guy named Steve Quayle. Uh, Brandon, I know you know him a little bit. He got kind of famous a, a brief bit ago because he got like he got a Newsweek article written about him because right. he's on Jim Baker's show and he claimed zombies were here, not even coming, like physically they're, here. They're here. Yeah. And devilish. Ooh. So I don't want to go into a Ooh, long, protracted background about this guy because listening to him speak will give you more than any kind of Wikipedia entry ever would. I would agree to an extent that zombies are here, but not in the same way that he believes it. No. Like, in like the social media way, sheeple. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I could see. That's not what he well, meant, Well, like though. phone zombies? Is that what yeah. he's saying? No, oh. no. He's he's saying like they will eat your brain zombies. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, and okay. they. I, I thought about pulling that clip. It got, it got a lot of attention. Like Newsweek wrote an article about it. So I was like, ah, right. people, if they've, if they've heard about Steve Quayle, they've heard that I'm, already. How I'm long ago was that? Because I faintly a couple remember. months ago, I think. Yeah, at this point. I, I, um, I want more. I want to say it's been two or three months. Yeah. Um, I'm almost positive we'll hear it on the main feed at some point because I feel like Jim Baker will get an episode on the main feed, and when we when we get to that, that is a clip that I will not forget to <laughs> <Right>. fucking pull. <laughs> Um, so what, yeah. are, what is he going to be talking about today? Well, uh, I want to, I want to do this. Like, you know how they do episodes of TV shows where they start and everyone's silent and maybe someone has a wound and you're like, what the fuck's happening? And then it's like three weeks earlier. So we're going to do that. We're going to start in the middle of the story, let him say something. And you're like, how the fuck are we going to get we're there? We're going to do memento. We're, yeah, we're going to memento our it. Memento. Awesome. All right. <laughs> the thing is, is that the ancients knew how to move stones using sound. <laughs> Okay. Qu- questions? Uh, 
Yeah, I sound, uh, huh? Here's the here's the bummer. I really hope this doesn't go bad, but I have some theories about the ancient Egyptians that fit that fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So this is gonna be a revelation about Brandon more than anything. This is gonna be. Oh, this could get weird. So I could I could start admitting shit that sounds crazy. I'm gonna hear you on a coast to coast calling in and be like, talk more about how sound so can why, move mountains, guys. So why haven't we found any giant instruments? <laughs> yeah, no shit. A megaphone or something? Yeah, no shit. Um, but. Uh, I just thought that was a taste, and it will actually like that. I toyed with being, it being a non sequitur, but it actually does come back later. As stupid as it sounds, but as we do, we're going to let George Nori introduce uh, our guest for today. And welcome back to Coast to Coast, George Nori, with you in the cave in St. Louis. For the next three hours, you're going to be hearing me chat with Stephen Quayle about a number of different subjects and issues: conspiracies, world events. Legends, Genesis Giants, the Trumpet Horns, is this the beginning of Revelation? So many things going on. Stephen, welcome back. I can't think of a better time and a more urgent time to have you on the show. Well, thank you so much, George. And as as everyone knows, things are accelerating to such a degree, it seems like you just get your mind wrapped around one thing on a Monday, and by Tuesday, everything changes. Have we already done this episode? You're right. <laughs> like, now, when he said that, I was he like, said, I, he I, said trumpets. He I, said accelerating. I flipped back through my notebook. The first episode we did, the first note I have is time is accelerating. Paul McGuire. <laughs> yeah. I was like, these guys are just repeating themselves. Yeah, Either that or it's actually happening. And yeah. they tapped into something real, which is not, the case. His, his which name, is not true. <laughs> Paul, Paul's name is right next to Steve in his Rolodex. Right. Yeah. Just, no shit. Um, they live in the same house. So when he calls one for an interview, <laughs> he gets the other. Something, something that is, uh, is a little bit, aggravating to me when i that that nori just did um and like it's probably uh a little more harmless when nori does it honestly than when uh like a alex jones type character or uh like a tucker carlson does it but um he he pointed out that it's an urgent time right that it's an urgent time to have this conversation knowing that everything that's about to follow for hit the rest of his program is going to be bullshit like i know that be because it's george fucking nori <laughs> like, and yeah and it's well first of all it's always urgent if you ever tune into coast to coast they're always talking about something that's happening now the world is ending right end times are coming but like i love how it can be urgent though they're going to spend the majority of their three hours talking about stuff that happened two thousand years ago <laughs> yeah, no shit <laughs> but yeah let's uh, i'm gonna let steve talk about because uh, George just laid out a whole host of issues right there. He touched on so Quite m- so much shit. And then Steve's not even done. Steve's going to pile on more that he wants to talk about. Now, we're hearing a lot about Planet X, Nibiru, the 10th planet, the 9th are planet, uh, Gabriel's Fist, Lucifer's Hammer. These are all right. uh, uh, names. That <laughs> and, and, and trumpet sounds. I have to ask you about that later, yeah. Steve. Well, w- we'll talk about that, too. Lucifer's Hammer sounds like the greatest band ever. Like at a certain <laughs> oh, point, yeah. I was just yeah. like, "These are like they don't sound like <laughs> these are eighties eighties hair, hair metal, metal bands." Yeah, yeah. JD Power and the Associates like, immediately went to like Lamb of God. Like they're making That's, that type of music. Yeah, that, I, I love that he says like we're all hearing about Planet X and Eber. Like who is who? I, uh, what is Planet? Like, this is my first time hearing about it. And this show yeah, is we, fucking old. We just got Pluto back. What? <laughs> there's another one? For, for reference, this is a show from 2016. I think the uh, July or August, somewhere around there. Okay. It's right after the Orlando shooting because that comes up later in, I gotcha. in conversation. Um, I think Steve's main problem is like when I hear him say stuff like that, like we're all hearing about Planet X, I'm like, we're all hearing about it if we spend all of our time on YouTube. Or That's listening all to this saying. show. Right. Yeah. That, that is just showing to me where you get your information for more than anything. Um, or that you can't take 
uh, science fiction ser- like in the right light. And yeah. this next clip kind of proves it because I think he thinks Star Wars is real. The atmospheric effects that are taking place, we can look at everything around uh, uh, our solar system and see uh, massive evidence of catastrophic events taking place where even some of our planets go in retrograde motion, meaning they, speed in the, or they spin in the opposite direction. What's important to understand in that is, is that the ancients, and, you know, I spend a lot of time in ancient history, the ancients were not, you know, just basically guys chiseling with a prehistoric rock on a prehistoric wall, having such vast knowledge of the universe that they recorded these events. Uh, the famous Bayou Tapestry shows uh, uh, UFOs. It shows <laughs> meteors and some of the great meteor storms that have taken place. And what are we seeing now, George? We're seeing handy cams, video cams, CCTV presentations of aerial phenomenon. And it's fascinating because I'm sure you get you know, voluminous amounts of email people saying it's almost like the battle in outer space has come into our visible realm. And that's exactly what's happening. Okay. I don't think that's happening. I don't think that's happening. So his claim is that an alien war has reached our solar system. Yeah. Okay. And again, the only time I think you're seeing CCTV footage of like battles in space are obviously fake ones that are on YouTube. Yes, doctored. Yeah. Yeah, the same kind like, you see where you're like uh, the biggest creature ever on a wall in Russia and I've it's yeah. like obviously CGI. Yeah, I've honestly never seen I've never even stumbled like, across something that a, claims people are battling in space. A giant person like emerging on the horizon like yeah. Yeah. those <clears throat> extremely doctored videos and it's literally just the kid who got after effects who's in film school who's like i'm gonna try to get a couple thousand hits yeah like that's all it is uh, and they're, they're tricking assholes like and the, Steve. And plus the fact that they're all in foreign countries and like they're just like doing it as a gag like lo and behold here in america we have a bunch of people that believe that <laughs> yeah <I know>. yeah. <laughs> yeah this is, my, my thing is like don't talk to me about how you know about the intergalactic space battle when you're like still sound kind of surprised by basic camcorder technology right, like, it's like we have handy cams now shit, no we shit. don't anybody Our can post technology has progressed way past that <laughs> like we have fucking cell phones now Let, <laughs> just don't get them started on talk boys yeah no shit yeah no shit but george i heard the voice change i'm telling you <laughs> But uh, surprise, surprise, George agrees 100% with Steve. Something's going on. And what also is happening, Steve, and I think you've noticed this too, people are acting weird. (laughs) I have for the last year and a half, two years, been talking about sensing something very ominous. I don't know if it was this tragedy in Orlando this past weekend or not, but something's happening to people. Do you sense that? Well, I sense it, and I get reports of it daily. Wait, from who? Who do you get reports from? And what, the streets. What do those reports look like? People are acting weird. Like I love that George Nor and uh, the golf for drugs, George. George. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the golf for George Nor to say like, well, I've been talking for a year, year and a half. That people are acting strange. Something's coming. You've been talking your entire your entire life. Your is, whole career is, is saying people something's talking coming weird, or something's here. Yeah, like the, and I'm trying to like he's been on the show longer than two years, so I know that like that's bullshit. He's been saying this for as long as he's been yeah. on coast to coast. I'm sure before. 100%. Any any highway off-ramp downtown at like 5.30 in the morning, 
you're going to see some people doing weird shit. I also like how the guy who runs a website called Paranormal Dating is like, people are acting weird, man. <laughs> I, I know. No, I'm one of them. No, granted, I'm trying to pimp out ghosts for yeah. a profit, but no shit. <laughs> I also love, like, the, uh, I don't like the how he uses, this is obviously right after the Orlando uh, <laughs> nightclub shooting right. that happened in, in July of 2016. Um, I think it's, like, the week after he said. I don't like that he uses that as some kind of example of, of like, some paranormal kind of thing happening. Like, people are being, getting, like, yeah. if you want to talk about mass shootings and gun con- control, like, those are real conversations you can have, but yeah. to use that as a prop to be like, yeah, don't, doesn't this support our belief in, like, this crazy shit we're going to throw out there? I, I very much have an issue with profiteering off uh, off real things like that. In fact, uh, I just saw a, an Axe commercial today um, that was, like, on some YouTube video or whatever, and it was talking about how... Like, the, Axe body spray? Yeah, and it was... The, the ad was uh, people need to get... Or getting vaccinated is cool, but if you want to be close to each other, you have to smell good, so get vaccinated. Like, dude, don't fucking profiteer off a goddamn... Uh, pandemic. Uh, pandemic. Don't profiteer off a off a nightclub shooting. Like that's just like that's where you get. If you want to have an om- honest being, conversation about it, that's fine with yeah. me. But like to use it so blatantly, and when, he does it a couple of times in this episode. When you start doing that shit, it, like your game is less easy to make fun of because you're funny and ridiculous, and it becomes more like, yeah, but there's a hint of evil in that. There like, are real people and a lot of hurt that yeah, happened, and, and you become questionably it. harmful to society when you right. suggest things like and that. Kind of using it as a as supporting evidence that you are a little bit psychic. Kind of ultimately what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, that becomes a whole different grift right, right there. And Steve's obviously not going to, like, I love anytime George is like, isn't that right, Steve? I just want, for one time, I want someone to be like, well, no, you're actually completely wrong, George. Everything's <laughs> yeah. normal. Everything's normal. Never going to happen. Never. But uh, unsurprising, Steve is 100% on board, but he has a reason to believe, he has an, uh, a reason why people are acting so strange. You know, what's even more astonishing to me is, and this is something people have got on, understand the human brain and i believe it's a marvelous creation of living god is is designed to function in a specific frequency range and a uh, a specific uh, electrical range uh, with cern and by the way cern's not the only uh, collider of its type uh, you know the russians have their version the chinese are building one that makes cern look like a finger ring i mean this is how everyone is experimenting and going beyond even the uh postulated realms of trillion electron volts quadrillion electron volts and the very fabric of society and dimensions that were once closed to mankind are opening up. I get multiple emails daily of people having such horrible and and very uh, ugly uh, supernatural experiences. So he's being emailed from other dimensions. Is that what he's saying? Not to be he's fair. saying that everybody's mind is linked to CERN, and that well, and that wavelengths control the mind. Which I mean, I guess on some so level they have some. They play a part. Is it? Don't. Uh, and like and usually when we're listening to these guys on coast to coast we don't um get to we don't dive super far into like their politics but isn't a isn't cern something that is like the that the right wing 
uh, the, it, the, is afraid of. Yeah, well, it, I don't know why. The like su- the, the, the branch. Sun, to, it's a super collider. It's essentially yeah, just it's a an giant collider. Yeah, and it's the largest of the kind. And there was some talk in like 2013 when it was being built. It's theoretical physics. Work. That that, but there were some like a lot of right wing people, especially and a lot of crackpots, thought that like it would branch open a gate. Davidian types. Like, yeah. Like, oh like yeah, far, yeah. Yeah. They thought it would open a gate well, or it would suck the it, earth into a has, black hole. So, uh, and I don't know if it's like. Well, I I do know that it's been proven to an extent, but uh, Stephen Hawking was responsible for this theory that it that CERN has the ability to accidentally create a minuscule black hole that would obviously just rapidly grow in size and right. You can't like put the genie basically back in if the it bottle. if it happens, we would just cease to exist before we even knew it. Uh so like it, yeah, it, maybe it has that chance, but it's extremely, extremely minuscule. Yeah, and and it's, and it's also not what they're trying to accomplish. And exactly. it's also yeah. extremely hard to keep there's, up with. There's Steve. safeguards. Yeah. to prevent it's, that. I wish we were a visual podcast for the moment for for that clip because I looked over at Jim and he, the the questionable look on his face trying to follow Steve's logic because he <laughs> jumps yeah. around so much. We yeah. just asked about like, well, like he he just randomly threw CERN in there. Yeah, and that then it's linked to. Every human brain, like it's a hive so, mind. So like, we've got CERN, uh, Lucifer's hammer, uh, trumpets, sound. Uh, tele- he brought, he brought up CERN, and I forgot about Lucifer's hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, he, he talked about CERN as if it was like Professor X. Does he have any more that any more ideas or crazy shit to throw on top of oh, this? Oh, quite. Uh, we haven't even yeah. gotten to the Vatican and UFOs, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you one of the most amazing things that I found out and that uh, blew my mind. Tom Horn and, and Chris Putnam went to Mount Graham uh, in Arizona, one of the most uh, sacred sites to Native Americans in the world. Says you. And when they were Native at the Americans Lucifer Telescope, the and that's a, bina- <laughs> a, 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 a binocular telescope, actually it's an electronic device in the infrared realm that is associated with the largest binocular telescope in the world, one of the top Vatican astronomers said, sometimes we have to wait for an hour for the field to clear of all the UFOs. Now, that you would think, oh, that's just a guy cracking jokes. Well, most people know some of those scientists have such dry humor that that may be the case. But as Tom said, Chris and I looked at each other, and he was dead serious. They didn't ask him about UFOs. It was volunteered. So right. one guy I, hold on, hold joke. on, hold on. I got to pull this one from the main feed. Come on, man. <laughs> like, that is absolutely fucking ridiculous. He's, he started that tangent with, Mount Graham being yeah. the most sacred place for Native Americans. <laughs> okay, I'm following you. But then he goes, in the world. <laughs> like, Native Americans. In the world. Yeah, it doesn't... Like, it, encompassing the entire globe. Like, yeah, Native Americans. So, North America. It, yeah, it doesn't... <laughs> and then the, the, the idea that, like, that his claim of so many UFOs to clear the... Like, airspace or, like, whatever the fuck he said. Well, he said uh, that the, one of the top Vatican astronomers, like... Okay, the Vatican in itself is pretty secretive. They keep a lot of stuff to themselves. They're also not in Arizona. Why, what? Yeah. Right. Well, then, and why <laughs> would think. a Vatican astronomer be talking to you? Yeah, no shit. And right. how are you I'll, basing this on whether or not he has a sense of humor? Right. And uh, I love the fact that, like, like it, to me it sounds like it, uh, they were in talking to someone who barely spoke English or spoke English as a second language and made a joke about, like, 
like the telescope was doing something, getting ready, and he's like, "Oh yeah, but sometimes we have to wait because of the UFOs." Ha ha ha. Sometimes I think these guys just like watch uh, the Matrix and a scanner darkly in like the same weekend or whatever, <laughs> and then with, with a bottle of peyote. Yeah, and and then they they're just off to the races. I also think that that the, the this type of grift for some people who like. Uh, other people similar to them who like the idea of science fiction um, becoming more real. Um, the, when you use fucking, when you start talking about hydrogen colliders and you start using scientific words um, and talk about particles and uh, quadrillion, like whatever, um, I think that that type of weird science fiction fan is is susceptible to be pulled in like and i and i yeah, feel they, like that's they, what they, they take scientific reality and and apply it to science fan fiction yeah, yeah. 100% like this and the people 100% cuz the people at home listening to this the people that listen all the time get the same enjoyment out of listening to these kind of guests as they do from deep diving into star wars canon right right yeah. it's the same thing of like i'm discovering something and yeah. i'm you know like if if I'm a in cable if a basic cable package existed to where they could just pay for the science or for the the sci-fi channel that would be would be the only thing yeah. Right. Coast to coast ratings would plummet. Just waiting for him to quote the Mandalorian, but before the Mandalorian, <laughs> so maybe he is psychic. So as we talk tonight about the events taking place, I'll say this. People are losing it. And General Salente has a great statement. He said, when people have nothing to lose, they lose it. But when the electrical field, you know, it used to be the old lunatic word, meaning that the moon, and just as it affects the tide, it affects the human brain, it affects the human psyche. It's my contention, and we've talked about it on your show, that the ancients knew about stargates. They knew about skinwalkers. They knew about the different uh, creatures that would come through uh, the stargates, the portals, the ladders, if you will, the dimensional gates. All right, so if you're playing bingo at home, we got time accelerating, we got stargates. Like this guy is just ripping off Paul McGuire hard. Yeah, this is this is very much science fan fiction. Yeah, yeah, and but he's taking all of it, like, and just putting it so, all yeah, together. He's, he's eventually going to talk about ancient Egyptians. He's, and he's talking he, about Stargates. I will say he, he watches don't... a lot of Stargate SG One. I'm going to assume. Well, now my fucking theories about ancient Egypt seem kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like just based on this shit, like, I feel kind of dumb. <laughs> you shouldn't feel as bad as uh, these two should because they. This clip disgusts me. Stephen, I got a breaking story. I want to quickly get out and then ask your uh, your reaction to. Just what's going on in Orlando. Police are searching for a two-year-old boy attacked by an alligator and then dragged away at a Disney hotel near Orlando. Unbelievable. Steve, this is the third tragedy in Orlando in a week. Well, it, it is, and these things tend to cluster. And by the way, you know, I think it was in the vicinity, vicinity of the Grand Floridian. But if you look at the events that are happening, it's like evil is increasing. And, and you know, God bless that little boy, but I doubt they'll find him alive. Ooh, first of all, mm. fuck you. Like, right. Because you don't need to be throwing your two cents into that Why even story? ask Steve about this story? Yeah. Why even bring this story up? Yeah, it doesn't make any contextual sense. No, that that doesn't make any sense. And, like, and I will what, say, evil like, I, clusters? Is that the argument? The story is just, like, tragic, and no one was at fault. Uh, I feel like I remember this It's story. a little boy named Lane Graves. He was uh, two years old. He was building a sandcastle, like, in the, and then an alligator came out of nowhere, 
grabbed him by the head. His dad ran in trying to fucking got scratched up and bit the hell. Yeah. And he couldn't do anything about it. They're like, and they ended up shooting like 10 alligators trying to fucking hunt him. And they found the kid's body like a day and a half later. Yeah. It was fucking tragic. And like that, just, when I heard them do that, I was like, why? That is like so far out of line to use this as nothing. Like, yeah, it's nothing. Because there's another tragedy in Orlando. It's a big city. Yeah. Also, stick to fucking Stargates and shit. And yeah. like Lucifer's this, hammer. This does like, nothing to this, back up this, the point you're yeah, making. This doesn't do anything for, for what I've heard so but far. But it makes me think Steve is more of a dick than ever before. Yeah. Kind of, I kind of feel like that. And the thing that is is excruciatingly painful right now is it's one thing to deal with normal evil. I mean, obviously murders and all the things that are have been in our, if you will, our immediate history. But as your guest said, there's something going on where people enjoy, actually you're the one that said it, enjoy this, and you're afraid that more and more people are watching this. We, we are being uh, programmed for such great evil, the slaughter of people, men, women, and children uh, being burned alive, you know, being tortured, being thrown off buildings, uh, beheaded, uh, having their extremities cut off, women being raped to death. All these images now are on the Internet, and there's a perverted, and I will say this demonic uh, delight in, in uh, people that I believe are truly demon-possessed that, that absolutely uh, enjoy this sort of thing. I feel like Steve just told us his list of kinks. Well, yeah. First of all, you went on that wait list way too long. And second and of all, way too specific. how fucking funny is it that you're accusing people of being programmed for evil or getting off on this stuff when the moment you hear about a boy getting possibly killed by an alligator, you, you your first thought is, yeah, yeah, use it to boast my own argument of like, of course, everything's ending. I t- I'm telling you that. Buy my book. Yeah, that, I don't know. He's like, I, I still don't understand his point. Just that I don't people either, enjoy like, it. Well, and the fact that like, where is he going on the internet? What like if all this stuff is on the women who rape to death? It's on the internet and all live this stuff leaks. is like I'm guessing. Well, leaks. actually, he kind of gives it away in this next clip. The reality, George, is is that when you turn on a Matt Drudge's or oh, forgive me geez. on your computer, you go to Matt Drudge's the Drudge Report, and one day there are four different events of people demon possessed or close to a hundred kids in Peru and all of these strange things happening and all the blood and gore all over the floor, the it becomes obvious that things have changed. Okay, like well, so that might explain some of it. This is taking a turn what, for the worst. What has changed? <laughs> Humanity has always done these atrocities, even more so in ancient times. Yeah, yeah. I would also say that if you're opening the Drudge Report and you're seeing four stories on that on their front page about people being possessed by demons, yeah, don't trust them as a news source. Well, and they're not a like, news source. Yeah, like, they're a fucking they're a, a like a they're just clickbait that's all they are they take articles from other websites and rewrite the heads of blog like that's all it is his people have changed argument is just absolutely ridiculous like it people in ancient times were just like this although more so like if you watch game of thrones bro well (laughs) you don't even have to do that just look up anything about uh genghis khan and yeah his wrath like they would they would kill entire civilizations of people by hand yeah like yeah no like it's it's not you know a couple ten thousand people 
killed by hand in an afternoon. And so much of what he says is built on this assumption that he's saying this outlandish claim and being like, well, prove me wrong. It's like, well, no, it's on you to prove. If you're saying we're yeah, the most violent right now or something, you need statistics yeah, to back that up. he hasn't backed shit up. Like, in, out of all of his claims, like... He'll he, throw around a name like Thomas Horn and be like, well, he like he's just a crackpot like him. He just writes books about end times. You can't say that the proof is this other crazy claim <laughs> that I'm about to if say. the only place like, that your book is published is on Amazon. Mm. Right. Yeah. Or, or, not or your own website. <laughs> so I believe the whole earth is convulsing. As I said, uh, 32 active volcanoes, and on the Volcano World or Volcano Watch, I posted an article on my website today, and I counted them, George, 132 of the world's most uh, dangerous, deadly volcanoes. And for the record, two of the biggest ones were in Indonesia. That's where the last Banda Aceh earthquake happened with the tidal wave. So the natives are restless. And I don't mean that in a Native American way. I'm meaning people are coming unglued. And the Native Americans are the only ones as a, as a large group of body that really, I think, understand the full effect of what's getting ready to happen. This dude is fucking what? weird. Like, I, well, again, again, I needed some citation that like the Native American people as a people that's just understand. Beca- that's because in his mind, Native Americans can like dance and make it rain and shit. Because like, because <laughs> I'm he's thinking it's the opposite. I'm almost thinking he's like, well, they're depressed all the time because there's, there's you know volcanoes in Indonesia that are going off, but the the natives, as in the Native Americans, and this is why are I, 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 I of the God, world. This, this guy, I think he's on cocaine because like, or he's on some stimulant because he does this where he'll say something he's like the natives are restless, not Native Americans, but Native American. Like <laughs> yeah. anything he brings up, he has to tie into the grand unifying theme of conspiracy yeah this is this is too big this is pre-q yeah you're juggling too many balls yeah and you're not making a good point on anything you're blowing past so much shit that he doesn't ever stop to be like yeah no these are just like every so far and he's selling a book i mean i'm pretty sure that's what he's doing this this appearance if the book is less than twenty dollars, I might buy it out of extreme curiosity to see if if the book reads exactly as he speaks. Yeah, because you would almost <laughs> yeah, like right? it almost kind of has to, just because I I don't feel like he doesn't seem like the person to me that has the extra information. Like if he wanted to just focus on like we literally every single clip that we have played so far is just a new claim narrative like he starts a new narrative yeah, like every we have no, i don't even i don't even think he finishes his idea no what did the fuck i don't know what lucifer's hammer is yeah like or, I, <laughs> I have no idea what that is and uh so like it just feels like he that there is no extra information like he says it lucifer hammer takes you to the next point ufos in the vatican or whatever and i'd venture to say without george Norrie, he wouldn't sell a single copy no. right it's a, he it's a series of bu- buzzwords yeah he's like a really shitty stand-up comedian who just has a uh like a punch like uh this the, guy, this guy believes you in might be able, yeah like oh, there yeah. is no he, way this guy doesn't believe oh, that, 2020 was a heyday for him yeah yeah but most people that listen to him even when they're in a wilderness, you know, for instance, some of the ones that are coming from uh, the Ukraine and, and Siberia and different places around the world, they're so unnerving. Again, they're in a frequency range that most people haven't heard before. And when it's an atmospheric sound, for instance, when an asteroid, uh, forgive me, when an, uh, an asteroid comes into the Earth's atmosphere, depending on the size, the velocity, it can break the sound barrier. And we're seeing more and more sounds associated with the heavens. Now, getting back to the trumpets, you have the seven seals that are open in the book of Revelation. Each seal that's open indicates a worsening condition on the Earth. It's like the four 
horsemen aren't just, uh, uh, what do you call it, pacing now. They're on a gallop. Yes. This, okay. I, <laughs> yes. I fucking, there's part of me now, through, halfway through this conversation, that is like, all right, I, but I don't know. Does Nori have a responsibility to, like, to be more, like, no. Yeah. Be- well, no, no, this is be- because how this he makes is money. yeah, this is the type of show, right? And oh, we yeah. know that if he was an actual it. actual journalist or had any integrity as a radio the, host. Do you I think the say. majority of people that listen to Nori at least listen to it like us where like I would you hope go so. into it entertainment? Yeah, knowing that it's bullshit like well, in the same like, way that you watch like Ghost Hunters on fucking right. you know, yeah. or Just finding the time killer. Yeah. But like for us like we would get bored with this dude cuz he doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. Like, Which is why we're, we can't we're just do listening more to clips like, right now, but I'd 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 be willing to bet that this entire conversation is exactly like this. Where oh like, yeah, he just I jumps from idea to this, idea without finishing it. <laughs> yeah, I know they said three hours, but this is all from a thirty-minute segment that was posted. I just took it from that thirty minutes, and yeah. I didn't cut much out. Like a sentence here or there, he's mostly jumping from these topics. He never stops and like explains. Like, let me let me explain what I mean here. Yeah, this, it's I don't know. It it's just weird that. Also, I love when he says, like, starts talking about the trumpets. I'm like, well, damn, we know the first trumpets World War One. We know the first, the second <laughs> yeah, trumpets. We've don't already, bullshit me. We have already we established. And, they, and then he brought up asteroids, that have, and they break the sound barrier, and that there's a quote unquote heavenly trumpet sound. Like the sound barrier being broke does not sound like that. We right. he it's also, a loud well, bang. Also, he also made the claim that like there's like, or he he made it seem like there's evidence of this heavenly sound. Like, but right. oh, show me, like, prove to me that even if there is a sound at all like because i don't even believe that people hear these sounds like the people making these claims you've never heard this fucking sound you're talking about um that's a great point because like both of you guys are making because a year earlier when Irvin baxter was on the episode we covered uh like two back he talked about the fact that like the trumpets to him were events where were it wasn't a loud sound it wasn't Mm -hmm. an actual trumpet it was like yeah a metaphor for a loud like which would make considerably more sense just in the if you look at how we use writing and literature and the way that like we write sh- like we would use the trumpets as a metaphor as humans right. writing that story um yeah like a, not even a lot up. of the bible is metaphor right yeah. yeah so yeah i don't know prove to me that you're hearing heavenly sounds buddy because to me well, if you can you, prove that you then ask, you can prove heaven hey <laughs> like, you ask for proof steve's got some proof for he you wholeheartedly believes that thunder is uh the angel angels bowling. bully <laughs> <laughs> And then you have the the issue of how does sound effect uh, matter? We all grew up in television time where they we would they would show what the Memorex tape commercial where they'd hit a glass a wine glass with a certain frequency and the, it was either Memorex or TDK one of the and it would shatter right it would shatter right well that's what's happening in this sound realm too it's having an effect on on nature so he doesn't understand how commercials work apparently apparently not also can i ask a question does the sound who fights in like the mortal combat battle of sound realm because like i just want to know silence the, weak, the weakest character the ever. Si- silence of zero that's good we should <laughs> we should make a we should get a mod actually i think uh sub-zero is silent i don't know if he speaks i want one that just mm, he in the he, movies, I believe he, he does. He says one thing, and I don't remember like which one it says, is. Scorpion says, get over here. Does he say, like, get away from me? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm fucking cold. cold-blooded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't seen them in such a long time. 
Oh Christ! The sound realm. So we have actually caught up. Uh, this is that moment in the commercial, like where we we've done the three weeks earlier and we've gone through everything, and then we get to the scene from the beginning, and we're gonna figure out what the fuck he was talking about when how sound moves mountains. Okay. All right. I'm. I'm. Can I? Can I make a prediction on yeah. how he got here? Uh, he, Lots of LSD. Yeah. He was on a copious amount of narcotics at somebody's house that just happened to be playing Skyrim, and then they used they used the dragon shout. <laughs> and that's when he woke up. Holy shit, it pushed that guy back. Who put this fucking microphone here? Who the fuck are you? George Norrie's like, yes. In ancient history, the voice of the giants had a an effect similar to what a lion when a lion roars in the jungle, anyone who's ever heard a real a lion, lion in roar the in real time, <laughs> it has an effect on everything. It's almost like everything becomes, quote, paralyzed with fear. And the shrill voice of the, the giant <laughs> and not only was able to uh, put fear, but it was also able somehow to overcome gravity by the sonic effect of the uh, air motion. And, and this is fascinating. Is, is air it, motion a scientific term? Can you, can you sonically affect air motion? We should just respond to every clip with a, all of the questions we have. Because, like, <laughs> also, I, I just want to point so you can, many. You can sonically affect molecule motion, <laughs> right? which air I, is made of molecules. And they're actually, he might you're not going to be able be to levitate with sound. Also, I hate the fact that he's like, anybody who's heard a, lion, a real lion, Lion roar knows that it has a certain effect. Yeah, it's called shitting your pants through evolution <laughs> because the lion's about to eat you. He also it's says not mystical. He, he also says when a lion roars in the jungle. I, mean, yeah, it's, I, it's I don't called, think he's aware that lions don't live it's in. It's called jungles. King of the Jungle. You take that as fact. <laughs> There's so Do much wrong with this. It? Like so much of his stuff, I think, just comes from movies and, and and the internet, which is surprising for someone who's like not of our generation. The Lion a, King you know, was like, part of his research. <laughs> Yeah, he got he got uh, fucking AOL early and just started. De- I love that he's he like got the first free CD yeah. of AOL. I love that he's like, hey, somehow they were he able just to move. finish downloading the first movie. I love that he's like somehow I don't know somehow they were able to move uh, mountains with their voices, and then I guess it had to do with sonic frequency. And then like he explains how. It's like don't say both of those things in the same sentence. Right. Like, somehow and then the explanation. Ah, uh, silly, silly man. He's also um. I don't know if this is. He gets real close to believing in voodoo. Oh yeah. Well, that, that's what I I take this next clip to mean. I don't. I like. I at don't, the, why wouldn't he at this yeah. point? You know, like, there isn't a flavor he doesn't like. Absolutely <laughs> not. So the sound uh, effects that are taking place around the world. I believe there are physical reasons for. It. For instance, when Mount Tambora exploded in 1815 in Indonesia. The sound was heard all the way to Hawaii. Now, that's obviously going to explain that by physics. But some of these strange sounds that are literally outside the realm of uh, the normal instrumentation to define it, they have to have an origin outside of the normal parameters of normal physics. In that world, it's called the the black world, ultra black world, and it's black physics. Black physics simply means... There is a level of science that is not known to the general public and is only made known into the initiates, initiates, uh, I think that's the right word, initiates, yeah, initiates, of the people that join the different societies. And the, the thing that with the secret societies always comes 
the secret knowledge, the forbidden knowledge, the hidden knowledge. This guy is so full of shit. He can't eat. Like, I so hope- there are secret physics, right? And no scientist has ever figured it out. Black physics. But if you join a certain group, they'll tell you about like, it, and then you understand like, it. As, as this oh, is, like Scientology? <laughs> as this is going on, I'm getting, pay, I'm getting yeah. more mad at him. Because I'm just yeah. like, you can't have all of it. Like, right. There can't He's, be fucking giants. The, Baskin I still want to know what the fuck Lucifer's hammer Wait, is. Baskin, Baskin Robbins is the greatest analogy, Jim, because it is like he just kicked in the door and he's like, I'll take every fucking flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you got 32, I need 64. Yeah. Yeah. And you just combine them to make 99 flavors. Come on. <laughs> uh, um, we are, I don't, not Lucifer's hammer, but we do get back to aliens a little bit. I don't know, is it, are other, are beings from other realms aliens? Well... Or are you they have to ask Silence of Zero. I don't. <laughs> they're, they're aliens to us. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. I don't know about the realms. And now we've got the situation with, again, we've got beings, entities that have been used to living in a, a different dimension coming into our dimension. And literally, I think it's going to, it's obvious to see that people are freaking out. They're creeping out. And pretty soon we're going to see men's hearts failing them for those things coming up on the earth and and what's astonishing and and people better get used to it i don't know anymore so i guess that's not even wait a minute so underground realms but from or other realms but from underground i'm guessing what because he said come up or is it, i guess so, realms are just under so he's seen stranger things <laughs> now we're talking about the upside down. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. I love that he's also like, your, your heart's going to fucking explode when you see this guy. It's like literally <laughs> car, like coronary. It's not the ass. This Everyone's is, dead. This is ridiculous. Yeah. It, it, I wish he would slow down or just be for. I wish George would pin him to a topic. Yeah. George never at one <laughs> no, time during this interview that, was like, that, hang on, let's go back for a minute. And that thing you said. Yeah, that's why I asked. Like, does George have a responsibility? Because, like, I he isn't finishing a single thought. So, like, and all he's George saying. George is too busy eating his sandwich, man. Probably. Right? Um, and Smoking in the cave. I just feel like, you know, like. I want him pinned down on one on one thing because, because I, I think it would fall apart the moment he has to explain it for longer than twenty yeah, seconds. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because he just says the buzzword and like he also keeps saying shit like, "Well, that's why I believe." Who gives a fuck what you believe? So, You're clearly crazy. Did right. he like, collaborate with Alex Jones for the interdimensional child molesters um, thing? I don't with know cigarettes? that. I almost think he he must have been on Alex Jones at some point. I, I don't know if he has. I'm good with. Uh, I I feel he's been on Jim Baker, and there's a lot of crossover in the crazy yeah, realm. I feel like he has been on Alex well, and, Jones, and a lot recently. of coast to coast people go on. Uh, like Alex has been on coast to coast a number of times. Of course, yeah, he is. they they share. <laughs> yeah, they share a Rolodex. Yeah, that's, that's weird. That's weird. They share a little black book, but the government always comes and. <laughs> Although I I do feel like Steve would be easier to listen to on a daily basis than Alex Jones because I feel like Alex is doing more well, damage like, to the like real white life noise like and to put you to sleep. <laughs> and I feel I don't feel like Steve can do as much damage as Alex can. I would have yeah. some insane dreams if I fell asleep listening to Steve. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, you would, but you would never get anywhere in those dreams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just shit would, would just keep just popping wake, out at you. Like my mind would wake me up. Like what is going on? Chased by we, an alligator. We don't know anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the point where we because we are in 2016 Trump eventually does have to come up coast to coast and Nori in particular does a great job of trying not to get too political like the way they've covered COVID is really because they don't go full they, they will uh, mess with the, the Wuhan lab theory and yeah. they'll mess with the, the the idea that it was spread but they never go full like Alex Jones will say like it's been 
proven, it's been confirmed. I talked to a general. Right. They only ever question it, which is how they prevent from ever getting too uh, yeah. scandalizing. But Trump really tested that. They're and, all about and, keeping as much audience as possible. Right. Yeah. But uh, Trump really did test coast to coast in the way that he texted tested Alex Jones and that whole right, well, right movement because yeah because a lot of this type of shit you like can't a lot walk of the, the line you have to no. kind of choose a side and and a lot of the a lot of the um guys that have been coming on coast to coast for decades now have a like they have that right it, like they, they hit their wagon hard onto the right wing thing yeah yeah uh, so now it's got to be a more difficult show than it especially, was ten years ago. Especially when you have Steve saying stuff like this about Trump, and this is 2016. Remind, this is not like after four years of Trump. This is just the promise of Trump, right? Uh, the president and Congress are out of touch with reality. Donald Trump is absolutely right, and isn't it interesting? You asked me about the trumpets. You know, twice in the Book of Revelation, the trumpets are mentioned. Okay, well, more than twice, but two places in the. Uh, Bible, they're mentioned, the Trump of God. And Trump is an interesting name, and it's fascinating <laughs> that it's not a obvious name like Smith, Jones, uh, it, it, it's not a common name. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, find me where like, in the Bible it says the me. Trump of God. Yeah, God's Trump, Trump card. Trump is an interesting name. There yeah. also there is no I don't interesting one. I don't think there's not a like Smith. It's, it's only two letters off of trumpet, <laughs> I, and I really don't think there's an ancient Hebrew translation of Trump. This now this to me like I know he's been mostly harmless for for the majority of this, less the uh, using death as props. Right. Um, but don't fucking tie Trump to God. Like don't do that. Don't try. Don't tie any politician well, to and God. Like, and it's bad for Nori. It's bad business to have to do this because at a certain point, if you promote enough of these guys saying that Trump is the right hand of God, you're gonna lose or your polar, or I'm you're curious. Lose some audience. Either I'm that, curious. or you're gonna indoctrinate them to something harder like Q. Yeah, I'm curious if Steve is too crazy for Copeland to acknowledge him because this that seems like Copeland's wheelhouse. Well, it's yeah. Copeland. Fr- Copeland's friends with uh, Cop- Copeland's friends with Baker. With Baker, Baker's yeah. friends with Steve. Steve has been on Alex Jones' show. Uh, it, I feel like we're doing degree, all kind of degrees of separation wor- with Kevin Bacon here, or yeah. the, the worst dinner guest of all time. Yeah, <laughs> like, Jesus, kill me now. That would be my last supper. Like, if I, had to be there, I would be like, I'm out. I'm done. The humanity is spent. These fuckers exist. <laughs> Do you guys have like a shovel or anything I can brain myself with? <laughs> yeah, no shit. This next clip also shows that I think Steve is buying into the um. Because this is July. This is before the November election. So Trump has not won. Oh. But he is almost just synced. When did he get the nomination? July, August? Uh, couple months, maybe before. Probably about July. I feel like it was. 15, yeah. So at I this think. point, I think that like he is pretty much locked that it's going to be him and Hillary. So they know that. Oh, no. Yeah. July of 16. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, is he going to go deep state on us? Is that? Uh, a little bit. Like, Well, he's already on the. He's already on Putin's side. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, again, I believe that America was great, just like uh, the French wrote about us, because our people are great. But what's happening is this crew in Washington, and by the way, I'm on record as saying they're brigands, pirates, and thieves, okay? And there are very few exceptions, if any, and people are tired of it. We have the same situation that Rome faced, Imperial Rome. We have enemies within the gates. We have enemies outside the gates. We've got a foreign policy, and that's directly provoking Russia. 
Okay, so wait a minute. We have enemies within the gates. This is why I believe you should back a fascist. <laughs> what the fuck? I also just like the idea that, like, we're provoking Russia. Like, you know, we're the ones annexing Crimea. And, Who's on know, an like, apology tour now, motherfucker? We have never been, well, I, I can't say never, but since World War II, we haven't been friends with Russia. Yeah. Just haven't. No, we, we like, everything we've been, we we've, do. We've been on them. like we 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 won't speak to you, but we'll acknowledge you're in the room level with them. Right. We treat them like an ex girlfriend like, at a party. Like, like we got some really cool civil, Russian hockey players over here, but that's that's about as far as it goes. Well, that, yeah, we don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think you can see though. Steve is like it's no surprise that Steve is full um, of shit. Q. Well, he's Q like QAnon now. He's he's fully oh, embraced yeah. the the farther right. Yeah, I bet you that this guy can't even function now. Well, and like, this is the re- the, <laughs> the problem with uh, a place like. Uh, coast to coast is Biden. that like most of them make their money on writing shitty books right trump was like the best thing to happen books any book with trump's name pro or con sold like hotcakes yeah and they're i'm actually reading articles now about how like biden is boring no one can write a book about him how do you make that interesting i think that's why they want to impeach him because he's boring in their life right <laughs> like, yeah, I think, like, yeah impeach biden because he's boring okay well that was you can't the, do that that, but... that was one of the things that i saw after the after the inauguration was a lot of the trump people impeach biden uh, well yeah. being like he doesn't do anything he, no you're just used to fucking chaos yeah. and like that's yeah. not how life you're supposed used, to you're work. used to a press conference every single day yeah you, you thought Sometimes tweeting twice. yeah you thought tweeting was getting something done yeah like shit stirring isn't accomplishment yeah it's not this next clip's a little longer and it's going to be our last clip because i think this is where I, I, he gets you made the point brandon that he didn't consider him like dumb but harmless almost you know but like besides the, the kid thing he'd never done anything like hasn't said anything that's really evil yeah but he starts getting into like because he's not talking about anything real. He's no, talking about fantasy realms. He's and Star not talking Wars about anything. Yeah, um, he starts talking about like if, once Russia hit, he starts talking about Middle East problems. And it, it, this, I have a problem with this clip that we'll talk about after. And the idea is this, and, and let me make this clear for everybody because this will put everything that's happening in the Middle East, everything that's happening with Russia, America's foreign policy. There are those who want World War Three. You can call them crazy. I can call them insane. We can call them whatever we want, but they absolutely want it. Because in order to fulfill, and and for the record, this is what you're seeing in the whole world of Islamic revolution. You're seeing the fulfillment that they believe. They believe, and it's written in their uh, books, that there has to be the great war in, in, in order, actually the end of the world, to bring about their Imam Mahdi, the, the, their coming one. Second and, coming for him, yeah. Yep, and, and so what, what I, I'm, it breaks my heart to see. How about Chicago? How about how many people get shot there? And look, it's a gun-free zone, the same thing with Orlando. You know, I don't usually see an AR-15 rising up on two feet and indiscriminately going and blasting people, but instead of uniting the country against a common foe, a declared foe, look, if it smells like uh, ISIS, if they claim to be ISIS, if they want to make sure that everybody understands that, and then we have the cover-up and cover-over. Hold on, Stephen. Hold it right there. We'll be back.
on Coast to Coast AM. Yeah, hold it right we, we there, won't, Stephen. We won't. We will no. be back for a second part of it, a different episode. But that, but like that, it, it's ultimately he's end, blaming Islam. Sandy Hook happened before Orlando, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah way before. Uh, Not to mention the Orlando shooting that he's referencing. Also, the guy like, didn't use an AR-15. The he idea used a that six-hour like, model, which also, is not an AR-15. I just feel like similar, he was hitting all of the right-wing talking points right at the end. I, I hate that. that like he uses that um uh uh the point about like the the right wing or the the Islam extremists want to bring about uh the the, the second coming is like how is it any different from uh, like re- the, the religious right in America? Who want to bring about the second coming of Jesus and think that like like there are plenty of people during Trump who are he, these people wrote books called end, about end times people, right. people on coast to coast yeah th- that's uh, and I love the idea he jumps around he doesn't explicitly say it when he's like uh, if we united around a common enemy and then he kind of goes off about like look if it smells like ISIS if it you know like what he's saying is that Islam is ISIS yeah is what he's ultimately getting at is that we need to, as a Christian nation rule out this other evil. Right. Which, if, if you look at like the majority of people that ISIS killed, it was it was Muslims. It it wasn't yeah. any like I mean I'm not saying that they didn't attack Christians and that they didn't attack Jews, but the majority of what they were doing was uh, was killing the infidels that didn't believe their version of extreme Islam, mm-hmm. like. So yeah, dude. That, that last clip just illustrates off at the end of that seg- segment for just being like, because for the most part, like it was all just weird science fiction, and that's the problem with coast witchcraft bullshit. That, that clip like illustrates the problem is that most of the time you can just sit there and laugh at the silly shit they're saying, but then they hit them on something that's actually deeply troubling if you just yeah. buy it or if, if you're able to be, if you let someone sell it to you. Yeah. Yeah, that that concerns me a little bit more about Steve because then I go on to believe that on other shows like Alex Jones, like D- uh, Jim Baker, um, other other people that give this guy a platform, if they want him on just to talk about yeah. Islam, he's going to be does, considerably more dangerous to that audience than does this George one. Norris. Right. Do George Norris guests often delve into Islam? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a uh, well. There's at least a strong pro-Christian bent to a lot of his guests well that's most of his end times guys but yeah they don't he doesn't super get into like islamophobia he tries to steer clear of it because it's controversial and they're not that's not their bread and but they don't want like articles yeah. written about them like the way alex jones does they, yeah they or want jim baker you know they want as large and uh, as large and diverse an audience as they can get right which is a difference between they want they want the Between audience of when you're like when you're, Alex like Jones. If you're 16 and stoned. You'd be like, you got to listen to this man. This right. is really funny. That's the audience they're they're going for. Yeah, they're not looking to make. Uh, they're going uh, for people who have not yet had kids. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like they have disposable income. They're up late. They're not <laughs> trying to play on the white victimhood thing. Yeah, as much as the other guys are. But the problem is that so many of their guests have alternate motives when they come in, and they're sliding. Yeah, as this soon shit as you get this guy, as soon as you get Steve on Islam. It, was just your run of the mill, or even Trump. Once he started talking point. about yeah. real politics, like Russia, or you know, he's just a hundred percent wrong on everything he says. Yeah, and dangerous with a lot of his, you know. Yeah, people shouldn't listen to you for these points. If you want to talk to him, like <laughs> you want to throw Lucifer's hammer at him. Yeah, I'm still. That. I'm, I'm really. Gonna, need, he has a Twitter. I'll bet you dollars the donuts he's that got that guy Twitter. has an Iron Cheeks uh, shirt somewhere. In his closet. <laughs> <laughs> the Iron Cheek was misunderstood. That's what yeah. it says. <laughs> he does have a Twitter. You should tweet at him. Just to see if he remembers. Oh, like, I'm hey, gonna tweet four at years him. ago. Twitter doesn't ban me like Facebook fucking does. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Lucifer's hammer. Hashtag yet.
um, that's actually all the clips I got for this episode. We will be back with a second part. Steve is uh, he's on. It's a different episode from like a year later, and I I was mostly interested because this episode he talks a lot faster than. So I don't think he's on coke in the next one. Okay, or maybe they just caught him later in the day and he's calmed down. Maybe he's just tired. Maybe yeah. he's like, man, I've been reading this QAnon shit. <laughs> No, I'm actually scared. I'm getting really fucking depressed because I don't feel like are we a, in four chan phase. Yeah, I don't feel like you. Are we in? That's true phase? because in 2016 he's clearly in the drudge tip, and right. once he hits red uh, Reddit, he gets fucked. Yeah, he gets red pilled. Um, I don't <laughs> he gets think downvoted. <laughs> I don't think that uh, that that a guy like this, like I, and I'll have to listen to some of his his more recent like in 2021 shit because i'm sure he's still appearing places oh yeah zombies uh yeah zombies um well i guess yeah okay yeah. so he's kind of stayed, guess stayed the line um um yeah he's he's i can't remember what i just I looked feel up like the books he's I, written a couple like, i just feel Trump like related ones, just because of the amount of of weird paranormal bullshit that he already believes that like hitting QAnon would be extremely damaging to his own psyche. Like not not even to mention what I feel he's like he putting would very out there. Easily believe Adrenochrome. Oh yeah, like I, uh, and, I think he's actually brought it up. Uh, yeah, he might I bring feel... it up on the next episode. I don't know. It might Does be he tie a, it into his zombie theory. No, no, zombies don't come to later. This I don't could be think... highly entertaining if he has a zombie <laughs> theory the, in the same thing. No, he hadn't. He had not yet seen Twenty Eight Days Later, so he didn't know what zombies <laughs> were. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's it. Yeah, that'll about do it for this week. Thank you once again for uh, donating, keeping the the lights on in our cave. Yeah, we take take on the other cave in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. We, we need to invade them DX style. Oh, find out where yes. he is. Oh, get a little tank. Can, can we get a tank? <laughs> I'm sure we as can long get a as, tank. As long as I get to dress up like go Xbox. to our Kickstarter and fund us getting <laughs> yes. a tank. That would be great too, because you're because you're fucking like the Triple H of this <laughs> group too. But I will fucking dress up as Triple H and just look like the shittiest scrawny Triple H. <laughs> Somebody can hold a sign that says Triple H fears turkey jizz. Well, That's a real fucking sign. <laughs> That's a real fucking sign. Now I have to look it up. Yes, I'm curious. It is. Fucking '90s wrestling fans. <laughs> the <laughs> Attitude Era, man. Yeah, makes more sense than what fucking than anything that happened Steve here. Talked about, yeah. yeah, fucking Dennis fighting clowns. That was easy times. <laughs> we will be back. Un American is a Fever Heart production. It is hosted by Brandon Condick, Franklin Everhart, and Jim Hillman. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. Contact us at unamericanpod at yahoo.com. And be sure to support us on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. Uh, thank, and, and thank you. For uh, being here, fucking shit. All right, good. <laughs> good. Because I forgot. I didn't want to pull a Mitch. I forgot to open that before <laughs> <All right>. we started. <laughs>